0: Then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest Guys, with me today on Ask Eliza Anything, the podcast where we cull your burning life questions and give you the answers you need, is one of my good friends, sister in arms, fellow stand up comedian, star, and writer of Mahalo and Goodnight on Halo. Put your hands together from my buddy, <laughs> Angela Johnson. Hello! Hello! Thank Hello! you. Hold your applause. Hold it. It's fine. Hold on. All right, so the way this works, people have written in questions specifically okay. to you and I, specifically to you, and I have called the best ones. I have ignored the weird sexual ones. No, she and I <laughs> will not make out. <laughs> and even if we did, you wouldn't see it because it's a right. podcast. Yeah, yeah. So we're just gonna get into it and, okay. and you're gonna we're gonna get your answers. Because I find you to be you're very centered. Thank you. You're very positive. Thank uh, you. And you're very nice. Sure, and yeah, some of your comedy, you know, like you kind of, play, you know, like a little tough, some of the jokes. Uh-huh. But I... You, you see know, right through me? I just, you're just <laughs> adorable to me. And you were one of the first women, I will never forget this, we knew each other. Mm. You and I were new faces together yep. in Montreal. Yep. Years ago, like 2009? 2008. Eight. 2008. And you, Angela Johnson, you you were made famous from your Bone quiqui nail sketch. And then you were on Mad TV. Mm-hmm. And then you've had this huge career. This girl, like selling out theaters before any of us had a career. This is like always what I say. And if you go on our Instagram, it's like, oh, I'm doing 52 shows in Brea, NBD. (laughs) And you're so sweet and so delightful and like you had a house before any comic I knew had a house. (laughs) So much money. Thank you. Yes. And you, I will never forget this. I was in, I think like Detroit, somewhere random and you, I think texted me Or Mm -hmm. on some social media, and you were like, hey, I'm in the same neighborhood. You were probably playing like a stadium, and I was at like the laugh hole.
1: No,
0: (laughs) No. I was at a theater. Yes. But it was
1: probably like Detroit is not one of my best markets. So it was Mm. probably like capacity, maybe 1,200, and probably 800 paid, and the rest were like bogos or something.
0: Like, we listened to a a radio station, we got in. Uh, And you, this is about maybe three years ago. Yeah, and you sent me a message. You were like, "Hey, I'm in the same. I want to come by. I want to come by your show and say hi." And it had never, nobody had ever reached out to me before. No woman in comedy mm. had ever reached out. And you were you were around the same age. Like we're both like cute mm-hmm. girls. We both do stand up, but we don't. It was. I was like, "Oh, okay." I didn't know women could be like that. Mm. And you did. And yeah. I was like so open to it. You were so delightful, and we became friends. Yeah. And it's because you were cool to me. Well, thank you. And that's. I mean, we knew each other, but like we don't I yeah we've
1: known each other for a long time but one I don't have a lot of comic friends because I'm always on the road and yeah. I, I don't hang out at the club and mm-hmm. I've always said that about you that I admire no we're just gonna give compliments to each other for the rest Here's of what the what I hour, love you about you um, I'll take one yeah I would always say that I admired how you go up at the clubs around town and go on the road, and you're fearless. And I even I remember calling you, being like, "Can I just go with you? Because I'm too scared to go to the the comedy store by myself." That's so crazy. I, and I would get in my feelings, get like anxiety, and then forget it. I'm not going. But anyways, so I remember purposely. Reaching out to you, like even what you're talking about, like, oh, I didn't know girls could be like that. I remember purposely saying, I want Eliza to know that I support
0: her, I am for her, and I'm on— your team and you've probably done that with other women because you're really big into like putting positive things out there getting them back like i follow you i stalk you a little bit on instagram because angela travels well like she brings a crew they have matching shirts they go to fun restaurants (laughs) like it's a thing and it's actually influenced the way i travel because i'm like wrap myself in pajamas someone get me to the airport i don't know where everything is and you like take the time and in the last couple years i've like i'm like no i can wear a cute shirt And go to the fun coffee shop. I don't have to, like, sleep hard Uh uh and just get up for the show. So you're very tasteful and lovely in the way you travel. Question from Lilani Colon says, Do you ever feel pressure to compete against others as female comedians, which is a term we don't love, "Uh, or is there some sort of camaraderie because you face the same difficulties? Now, you don't have to answer that in the context of you and I. It could just be whatever. Right. Um, I do not
1: feel pressure of any kind to compete however I would be lying if I said the comparison uh, disease does not hit Mm. because I think that's for anybody whether you're in comedy or whether you're a stay-at-home mom you start scrolling through Instagram and that comparison game starts to like trickle into your mind of like oh but Look at how this mom does her snacks for her kids, and it's like Pinterest, and I don't know how to do all of that. So it could be whether you're a stay-at-home mom or even us as comedians. Like, oh, look at Angela. She's selling out this big, huge theater, whatever, and, you know, little do people know that if I go to this market, it's not even going to be like that, which is why I don't go to that market, you know? Right. And the Instagram is the highlight reel. So mm. it's a highlight reel of everybody's lives. You don't post your failures. Listen so up, people. Truer it, words. Yeah, it's that comparison game. Comparison is the thief of all joy. But Ooh, I, I don't. Did you feel, make that up? No, no, no. That's a that's a. Co- I wish that's I made that it. one up. But think about it. It's real. Comparison totally. is the thief of all joy, and and so there. That is a temptation for real. But I don't ever feel pressure to compete with you or any other female comedian. Um... I have come to the understanding that I am able to cheer on other women, like my actress friends mm-hmm. who are, you know, winning Golden Globe Awards. And, and I see you do it on Instagram. Who, like,
0: you walk the walk. It's not a talk. Like, she's not like, feminism for sure. Like, you just do it. Yes. I've noticed.
1: But there are there are those thoughts. Like, I'll see my friend who's on a hit sitcom, and that's a dream of mine. So right. it does something to my spirit, to my insides, where I'm like, oh, I can't wait for my turn. Yes. And then there's a temptation of doubt. Will I get my turn? Right. There's the temptation of that. But then there's also the, no, I will, my journey is my journey. Mm. Her journey is her journey. So I can, in freedom now, cheer her on because this is specific to her. It's her journey and her road. And when it's my turn, I know she's going to do the same to me. One would hope.
0: One would hope. And if she doesn't, it doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't because you'll be at the top. Right. Uh, But I agree with that. I also think it's interesting, like, when you actually, you know, there's this weird, this is my own thing, like, this wave of feminism where it's like, you need to blindly accept and cheer every woman. It's like, no, some people suck. And, no, I don't hope for their success. But when you become friends with someone, like, I'm friends with you. So I actually, it's interesting because I'm a very competitive person. But when I see, oh, 10 sold-out shows or whatever, with other people, I'll be like, ugh. Not fair, but with you, I'm like, oh, I want that, and I'm so happy for her. Like, you can simultaneously feel mm-hmm. both, yeah. But yeah, I don't yeah. get the anger pang when yeah. I see you because I like you. Yeah, yeah. Thank so I'm you. like, yes, I would like it if she's successful because I like her. Mm-hmm. Other people, I'm like, I hope you burn. And that's a very real thought. <laughs> like any woman that says she doesn't feel that way at times, like, let's get serious. Um, and we do face the same difficulties. So if you can find someone in your industry who you all, I mean, we're competing in that. You're both comics, and right. you're both trying, but. I think that—what was the question again? Same difficulties. There is such value. Like, you came over to my house a couple months ago, Mm -hmm. and I've had so few other— female comics that do it at a level that we do it Mm -hmm. where like we can't we do understand each other. Right. Like there is nobody will ever get whatever your job is find somebody that does that job as well and then complain together. Yeah. Learn from each other like Mm. I I
1: remember asking you like hey when you because this is the first time I've named a tour like I'm doing the more of me tour now and I remember asking you like when you name your tour are you doing material from the hour before is this new material like how do you do it and And the brilliant answer is there's no certain way to do it. You make it up yourself and you do whatever works for you. But Mm. just hearing somebody
0: um, give you permission to do you. Just to let you know, like, whatever you're doing is okay. Yeah. Sometimes you just need that validation just as a human. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. Uh, This is not comedy related because I was like, ugh, do we answer everything about being female comics or just comics? No. Mister. Bailey 23 asks, Sunday morning, hangover. Although I don't feel like you're a big drinker. I'm not. I mean, I love margaritas. Tequila's
1: my jam. Margaritas. <laughs> like, I'm not a big drinker, but, but I love tequila. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't, like, I'm like two margaritas and I never get to the point where I'm gonna feel gross tomorrow mm. just because I care too much about... Good for you. Like, I don't like pain, so... Fair. I'm like,
0: two, 2 I'm good. But you'll know this. You'll still have an answer. Yeah. Sunday morning hangover. Mm-hmm. Are you having the food? Your drunk self hide. Is this person drunk when they wrote it? <laughs> For sober or drive through in a hoodie, hat, glasses, or in case. Okay, you know what? We need to screen these questions because this was written. This looks like it was trapped. It was translated from Japanese into English. I don't understand. Uh, I guess their question is it, you got a, a Sunday morning hangover. Are you having the food that your drunk self hid for sober you? So, like, oh, got it. something tasty like wheat crackers. Uh-huh. Or are you hitting a drive through <laughs> in a hoodie and glasses just in case? Uh, are you eating junk food? Like, Uber what's your remedy? Always. Uber Eats. Well, Uber what do Eats. You get? Ooh. All the time. Yeah, that is how it's pronounced, by the way, folks. It's not pho. Just so you know. Yeah, it's
1: pho. Thank you. Um, Pho and ramen. It's fillings. I love soups. Broth. Give me some broth. Give me some jalapeno. Give me some spice. Let my nose run a little bit, and
0: that's what I want. Get it out. Like, even when you're sick, I always try to eat spicy food. Uh I always think about that, how, like, every culture has their grandmas, and their Mm -hmm. grandmas know the best way. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody knows Jewish grandmas. What did your Bubby tell you? Bubby said... Chicken, I mean, it was just a thing, chicken noodle soup. Not that uh-huh. she ever, like, made me food when I was sick. But I was just like, yeah, there are grandmas in Thailand that are, like, coconut with uh-huh. mushrooms. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. And it's, like, such a foreign concept. But soup, just liquid. That's my jam. That's your jam? Oh, man. Mine's probably whatever I can get my hands on. <laughs> I'll just tell. Whatever your husband left for you in the fridge? Yeah. <laughs> or whatever he's willing to go get. Yeah. And they have, like, a breakfast burrito place. So I'm like, okay, extra bacon. I'm so sick. Thank you. <laughs> I haven't had a hangover in a very long time. Right? Yeah. I feel good about that. It's hard to have a hangover when you <laughs> Got don't Got your life to right. It. I do. Yeah, because I guess, especially as we get older, I'm like, do I want to have a puffy turtle face?
1: Right. For three days, not For- just two hours. It's three days now.
0: It's a whole, yeah. It's like a whole road to recovery. Mm-hmm. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It happened to me. I didn't think it would, but it happened to me. I had a nasty bout of postpartum depression. Now, there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about what you're dealing with, and there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about it with someone. I definitely saw a therapist these last couple weeks because, you know, I spend my time giving advice to others, but I could use a little advice myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I'll tell you what, when you're already struggling, stressed or anxious, the last thing you want to do is battle traffic and sit in a waiting room and get your parking validated. I'm sorry, is that just an L.A. thing? You don't need to add all that. You can just sit in the comfort of your own home or a chair you like outside, and you can talk to someone from BetterHelp. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time. No additional charge, and it doesn't hurt their feelings. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Eliza today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Eliza. I'm busy. So I never get bored I'm trying to do less meat in general And they have wonderful vegan and veggie options I just made a vegan mushroom marsala And I made an onion risotto Just because you're eating vegetarian Doesn't mean you can't eat deliciously It had roasted garlic green beans It was scrumptious This is a random one. Gina Lolalom says if you could have a liquid forever come out of your two pointer fingers, and by pointer she means the middle and the pointer. Okay. What liquids would you choose?
1: Uh soup. just talked about that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh soup and soup. I'm always thirsty. I always have water yeah. on me. Like I always take my water cup with me everywhere. So I mean Water. I guess water to survive
0: if we're being realistic. Um I don't- I might go, you know, I I, I would like to say mace, but I, I mean, that's a huge responsibility. Like, heavy is the head that wears the crown. So, hmm. Well, mine would be spicy soup, so it's kind of like mace. That's fair. (laughs) Two birds, one stone. (laughs) Uh, I guess water, because you could help people. Sure and you could just hydrate yourself. I hate this question. (laughs) Because
1: anybody that says,
0: like, Mountain Dew is a monster.
1: Get out of here if you still drink Mountain Dew,
0: first of all. (laughs) Well, hold on. You're alienating a lot of white people. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Forgot where I was. Sushi X Sake says, has talking about finances been difficult in your marriages? Mm. How have you established with your husband how often to, quote-unquote, treat each other? Let's talk about the first question more as it relates to, because you have been married for... Six years, seven, seven years. Yeah, and you seem to have a lovely relationship. Your husband you. is very good looking. Thank you. And you guys seem to have a very strong relationship. Thank you. And you, when we talk, like I don't know, you've written your own rules. You were just mm-hmm. talking about how there's no right or wrong. So, what do you think about that? How, how do you have those conversations? And you don't have to tell us about yours specifically, but like, what are your? First thoughts? of all, have them before you get married. See, it's not just my Jewish mother that gives that advice.
1: You ha- you talk finances before you get married. Um, my husband and I actually just did a uh, YouTube video about this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not out yet, but um, we just did a YouTube video talking about – have the conversation about debt because you are inheriting your partner's debt, whatever it is. Because right. if they have $20,000 in credit card debt, even if you're not – if you keep your finances separate – then you're still going to feel it because your partner can't afford to go out to this restaurant mm-hmm. because they're paying off their debt. Well, then That's you're it. covering your partner for dinner. So you're paying off their debt.
0: Yeah, Either one way, way or another. yeah. One way or another.
1: You talk about it before. You set your expectations beforehand. And so that way there's no
0: surprises. You have so, that answer ready to go.
1: Well, because we just filmed this. We just talked That's about hilarious. it. Yeah. But yeah, so we talk about finances before you get married and figure out what works for you guys and then do what works for you. Yeah. So, I mean, for us personally, we uh, we have a financial advisor. We have a business manager that we go to for everything. Uh, we're on the same page as far as like giving and contributions and things like that. Um, I personally see as being the breadwinner of Mm -hmm. my household, um, that my husband provides in other ways. Mm -hmm. So even though I'm bringing a majority of the finances in, he is supporting me in my career. Um, For instance, when I did music, he produced and wrote all my music. Mm -hmm. I couldn't have done that without him. So all the income that came in from our tour, from um, the downloads, from whatever it is, that wouldn't have been possible without his contribution wow. of that. Yeah. So even though it's coming in under my name and under taxes, the check gets paid to me. It's, that was his work
0: Viable as well. contribution, yeah.
1: And then even outside of that, like he does all the housework. Mm. He's doing our laundry. He's supporting me emotionally. And
0: he likes to do those things. Like that's the yes. way, it's not like you're like, you have to Cinderella. No, yeah. Sure.
1: Like that's where he naturally is a supporter. That's in his personality. He, he likes to loves- clean. I've seen it on Instagram. yeah. He loves to clean. He loves to support. He loves to be a cheerleader. He likes to cheer on his friends and especially his wife. So yeah. it works well for us that I just happen to be the one making most of the income now. Sure. Um, and he doesn't have any, like, insecurities about it. Like, you know, I I know in the beginning a lot of his friends were like, Upset that I made more money or whatever, but it's right. like, or jealous. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, why,
0: why, you know, do as long you, as he's fine with it. whatever sure. works
1: for you guys? It is
0: whatever works. And, you know, we have like this brainwashing, you know, as much as we want to be strong women, like there is that, like, oh, it'd be nice if a guy took care of me. Sure. It'd be nice if he was hot and a jillionaire and that's who sure. we love. But when you are a strong woman that does make money and is, you know, like part of that is your success comes with men that get insecure about mm-hmm. it. So, you know, I t- I've always sought out, suck out, sought, sought out, Soct. sought, wow. I'm very tired. Sought <laughs> out uh, the kind of guys that are into that. And mm-hmm. you find that perfect mix. And you, I feel like my husband and I are forever just paying each other back the same $100. Like, I got dinner <laughs> last night. I got dinner. I bought someone a wedding gift. I bought someone a wedding gift. Like, it's just that's yeah. like a currency that's always going back and forth. Um, but that's her answer, and I think that's a, that's a good one. And also that conversation. This isn't the 50s. We're not all wasps. Like, you can have conversations about money. Yeah. And you know what? Get a prenup. When people don't do that, I mean, maybe you didn't, but it's so, like, why not? Like, yes, it's not hot, and yes, it is expensive. But if you get a divorce, which there's a 50% chance, mm-hmm. you're going to be screwed, and you don't want to ha- you don't have it in writing. Mm-hmm. Some people don't do prenups. Some people go into marriages with nothing and there's, like, nothing to have a prenup about. Right, right, right. But that's my advice. If you have anything that's a commodity, just put it in writing. Our prenup guy was like, you need to have a joint bank account. We were like, okay, like, in theory. But, like, I think it has, like, $35 in it. Because <laughs> we're, really <laughs> very honest about the money. <laughs> about the money. Um, this one's okay. Jan Pire says, "Pierre says, Janine Pire, are your husbands always crying laughing?
1: I get that. Do you get that question a lot? Well, like, is he just laughing yeah. all
0: the time? I'm like, no, but I am eating all the time. That's so funny.
1: I uh, my husband always says, because they ask him that all the time. He says, Yes, I we are always laughing, but not for the reasons you think. Mm. Like I'm not always on. He finds joy in me in the little things that we're doing. So we're always
0: laughing, but it's not
1: necessarily because I told a funny joke.
0: No. You're also not an on person. Like yeah. when I think on, I think annoying. Yeah, yeah. I think, like, uh-huh. hey, guys, it's me. Like, you're
1: not doing shtick. Nah. Uh. Sometimes I'm the boring one in conversations. Like, I'm not the life of the party. Like, there's—I know there's some comics who just—they got a zinger, a one-liner in every conversation yeah. that they're in. And there's part of me that gets jealous. Like, oh, I wish I could be, like, a guaranteed laugh in every meeting, conversation, right. uh, awkward party— networking, whatever, Mm -hmm. every pitch meeting, I wish I had zingers just coming out of every orifice, but I don't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And out of your front two fingers. Yeah. Uh, If you could, this is an interesting one, clock choker, which I feel is sexual. I don't know what it means, clock choker. I don't like it. (laughs) If you could choose, what would be your groundhog day? Now, not Groundhog Day in uh, the idea that, like, we have to learn a lesson. I'm thinking, like, what's Just, your best day? It repeats day? over yeah. and over and over. Now, that's a, that's tough because am I a Groundhog Day means you're not remembering. Or does he know? No, he knows. I'm thinking of the movie Groundhog Day. You do know. Okay. Forget the part where you go insane because it's the same day. Okay. Like, what's your best day? Let's do that. I would say uh,
1: my best day feels hopeful. Where, Aww. like, honestly, you think about, like— we're going for our dreams, right? right? We have dreams and we have, we have goals. And there's seasons where maybe the colors of your dream feel a little muted. Mm. And so, like, you, you still have that dream that you're holding on to from... When you first moved to Hollywood from, you know, seven years ago when you wrote it in your journal, whatever it was about, you still have that dream, but you've been jaded by rejection, by um, just hearing no way more than hear yes, by um, lack of resources, Mm -hmm. lack of money, uh, whatever it is, those colors begin to feel muted in those dreams. But then something happens where hope is ignited Mm -hmm. and that dream all of a sudden comes alive again and you feel hopeful again like, yeah. Wake I up can here. do this. Yeah. Yeah, and then you walk into that season of like hopefulness. So, I have certain days where I'll feel defeated mm. and feel like it's too hard just you feel the no
0: that oh. you've just heard. You feel it. Feel the no. You know? Yeah, uh I do know. Oh, now I want to change my answer. I was like, okay, I wear a face mask, and then I watch 90 Day Fiance. Like, I went for really superficial stuff, and you're like, it's about manifesting and empowering. Because I know that feeling where, and I've gone through that, like, where, you know, the phone isn't ringing, and you wake up, you're yeah. like, it's not, I don't have depression. It's not depression as much as just, like, I don't have that that spark inside where I'm mm-hmm. super excited. Mm-hmm. And then you get a, I want, my day is, I just get endless compliments and endless yeses we're moving forward.
1: hmm
0: yeah. And then I go eat a lot of sushi, and I don't get food poisoning, like, three weeks ago. Ugh. I was, my knees hurt. I was that dehydrated. Oh, no. Could have used you and your water fingers. Yeah. <laughs> Tried to have soup. Oh, ah, so gross. Yeah. Gatorade finger. Gatorade finger, Pedialyte finger. All right, well, that like, <laughs> sounds like a villain. What's your, And you travel a lot. Marshy5 says, what's your favorite, and they spelled it with a U, so you are Canadian, place or country in the world, and why, Angela? Favorite. That's a tough one, but one of favorite place in the world or country in the world. Say it again. I what? said or favorite place my or favorite country. Place to say place. She's gonna give you like my place of acceptance. Uh, no! no, when I'm feeling whole.
1: Hilarious. That as well as Just no. Don't mock. Yes my and yes and um my favorite place New York, hmm. New York for sure. And here I go back City? to getting um all in my feelings again because. Mm. I feel alive in New York. In the city. We're not talking like Rochester. In in Manhattan. Manhattan. In Manhattan, I there is a certain pulse to every city, right? Mm. Every city has their vibe, has their pulse, whatever it is. When I'm in Manhattan, I feel like I am, am in their rhythm. The, yeah. the It's fast-paced. It's dreamy. It's diverse. There's so many different people from all over the world. And here's the thing, too. It's like— in L.A., if you have something to do, you uh, you wake up, you get in your car, you drive to get there, and let's say it's a, a, a meeting, right? And and the first time you have human interaction is when you say hello to the receptionist. Hi, I'm here for this meeting, right? Yeah. New York, you step out of your apartment, you step out of your hotel room, there's, there's millions of people walking past you. Are you are in it. You are in it. You are reminded that— um, This is bigger than you. Like, there's so many people. They have their own journey, their own story. They're they're hurting today. You're not the only one. Like the the second you're tempted to like get a big old attitude, like, dude, this person's dealing with something too. Like, so I feel like that city makes me dream, it makes me come alive. Like my husband and I, we try to spend at least a month in New York every year in Mm -hmm. Manhattan. And we'll get like an Airbnb and just like vibe off of the city.
0: And and that's my favorite place. Like, I just have so much empathy. I I love that. That I love. I love New York. I remember as a kid, my parents are from New York, and when my parents got a divorce, my dad lived in Connecticut, so we go to the city a lot. And when I became a teenager and I would visit friends there, this is so random and people are going to roll their eyes. But like when you live in Dallas, Texas, where like everyone's a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader, Mm -hmm. I remember boys paid attention to me when I would go to New York, I go to Long Island, like East Coast, like I I just remember getting a lot more yeses. Mm -hmm. In Dallas, it's just like, whatever, you're the funny girl. And there, it was like, I always felt like the, I always get yeses when I'm on tour mm-hmm. and doing stuff. There's opportunity. It's, It always felt like it flowed better. So I'm yeah. agreeing with everything you said. And I always felt prettier there. Prino's job when what? I was a kid. <laughs> but I always like, I'm always like, things are happening. You get yeah. back to LA and it's like, get in line. We're out of juice. What's your favorite place? Place. How do you, you know, how do you answer that? Like your couch, your living room, you mm-hmm. know, like, because it's less about the place and more about the feeling it gives mm. you. Yeah, exactly. So that's a tough one. It's also none of your business. Uh, no. I think I'll go country. It's hard because, like, a whole country. Like, you go to a country, you play one thing in it, and, of course, right. the fans are great wherever you go because they're right. fans. Right. That being said, I really enjoyed, like, Southeast Asia in general. Mm. Having zero connection oh, to Japan. Oh, yeah. Because...
1: Following your trip that you did was awesome.
0: Thank you. My husband speaks a little bit of Japanese, so I really like Japan because the people really— They respect themselves and their country, and they take pride in, like, a taxi driver. Like, there's pride in that. Yeah. And there's a respect for each other. Mm -hmm. Every society has their issues or whatever, but I like that. And the perspective of realizing, oh, wow, Americans are really loud Mm -hmm. in just regular decibel conversations. So I enjoy that. Maybe Japan. You go to a lot of countries. I loved Japan. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You went. That's right. I just, and I stayed at the hotel that you at told Yanda's. me and it was amazing. Free snacks. Stay at Ananda's. <laughs> All the mini bars free. <laughs> free snacks. Tasty the snacks. Uh, what would be, this is kind of a, a cerebral one, Carlos underscore weird, Buitrago underscore Z. What would be the best technological advance for women in the future? I'm going to go ahead and just say my answer. Uh, the ability to not give a fuck. I don't know if that's technological or emotional. It's a tough one. I feel one. Like that's emotional. It is. It's not, data. but what? maybe there's an app. Wait, say what? What would be the best technological advance for women in the future, Carlos? I don't know where that question's coming from. Yeah,
1: I don't. Quite I don't know how much technology. It. I
0: mean, I guess mm. technological technological advance for just rape finder lets you know who's yeah. a rapist around you. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you avoid them. Like in Black Mirror, they get muted. I'll yep. answer for the both of us on that, that one. Uh, here's an interesting one. Now, I have not really had to deal with this one. But I feel like you have a ton of lady friends. Mindful meatball. Meatball. How do you enjoy yourself at a bridal shower or bachelorette party when you're not, gasp, engaged or married yourself yet? Uh, She says, and of course they happen three times a year. I'm assuming it's a girl. Because men wouldn't be at a bachelorette
1: Um, I think that kind of goes back to what we were saying about being able to cheer other people on Mm. and just trust that your journey is your own and timing is, is perfect. Yeah. So, um, it's okay to be happy for your friend there and enjoy your singleness. So the only reason why you would be unhappy celebrating your friend at her bachelorette party or bridal shower or whatever it is, is because there's something unsettled within you. So maybe Mm. figure out, uh, how you can utilize your singleness to the, the best that you can because how about this how about rejoice in the fact that you don't have to consult anyone's opinion before making a decision
0: yeah you just get to do you you get to make out with hot dudes at that party and it is and there are no repercussions yeah and I'm sorry free food and drinks and you get to wear a cute outfit yeah what's better Celebrate your friend and enjoy your singlehood and just trust that your time is coming. I think these are great answers. I also think, you know, when, the grass is always greener. So when you're single, yeah. you're like, that's easy for you to say. You're married. And it's like, of course. And we're sitting here saying, enjoy being single. And I remember being single and loving parts of it. And then other parts yep. of being like, where's my boyfriend? Yep. But I always say, like, insecurities are a personal thing and you shouldn't project them on others. You're not a friend if you can't blindly just be happy for them for that couple of hours. Yeah. Right. I mean... It's and also like they will feel it. They will feel it if you, you know, you're there, but you're kind of like, oh, this is whenever. Or if you leave, <laughs> or if you make it about you, like they'll know that you're being selfish about it. Pour the water. Pour okay, the water. Even with microphone so they can hear. Does anyone else find that soothing? Oh, it's getting full. I love that stuff. I love mukbang. I love ASMR. I don't get the you sensation do? people get. Some people get... I love how creeped out people get at it. It's gross. Can I play you a mukbang clip? Do you know what mukbang no, is? No, what is that? Oh, Angela.
1: I know the other one you said. Mukbang.
0: My It's a Korean thing. And it is... Ugh, I've talked about this so much in my <laughs> podcast, but I don't care. It's this thing... Where people who eat alone play the sounds of other people eating in the background so they don't feel. But it's not just eating, and it's less sentimental than that. It's eating mass quantities of food at once. What? And it's ASMR-y, like, because it's very, it's an intense experience. I'm going oh to hashtag mukbang. gosh. And I play it in here because I like the idea that people are driving, and they're like, oh, my God, such sage wisdom. <clears throat> and then you have to hear it. So mukbang, I'm going to play you one. <laughs>
1: Wait, this is an app you're, you're on right now.
0: No, it's just the internet. Google. It's just okay. and there's a lot of crunchy food, slurpy food. So this is what appears to be a deep-fried sugar corn dog. What? not that satisfying? Aren't you hungry? It's no soup, but
1: Wait, so this is the
0: ASMR stuff. It's it's less a it's in a it's under the umbrella of ASMR. It's oh my God. a little sexual, too. Like, it's only showing her lips. Like, what's uh-huh.
1: happening? Oh, my God, I can't.
0: You no? Know? Okay, fine.
1: It makes sense. But me so I hungry. watch Dr. Pimple Popper videos. Like, that's where I relax.
0: I think that's exclusively a female thing. Really? Women love... Why do we do that? Popping zits. Maybe it's the need to make things perfect. <laughs> do you pop your husband's pimples? He doesn't really have any.
1: Oh, I know. Must be nice. Uh, well, Manny doesn't either, really. Like, every now and then... He'll have, like, a back pimple. Like, if he takes his shirt off in front of me, I'm chasing him through the house. Like, let me get it. And he's like, no, leave it.
0: I I don't do that. Um, But I remember I had a boyfriend in high school, and he had, like, a bunch of—this is so gross. Even as I'm saying it, this is so gross. He had, like, whiteheads on his nose, and Uh I remember cleaning them out. But that's the only time I've ever done it. My own face, because I take birth control, I don't get any zits. It sounds— Girl, (laughs) that's a whole other podcast. Whole other podcast. I mean, that's just for me. I'm not saying it works for everyone, but, like, no more cystic acne.
1: Let's talk afterwards. Okay. Because I'm going through late 30s puberty right now. Oh. Well, mid-30s. Let me not say late. I'm not there yet. I'm at mid still. No, like, you're, like, 29, 28. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. look amazing. Girl, I'm, like, going through puberty again. It's these hormones. I can't even. Just, like, rushing. Rushing through your face. But we don't want kids, so I have an IUD, and the IUD is what's giving me the
0: hormonal breakouts. See? Talk about technological advancements. How about being able to control birth and our bodies without fucking up anything else? Yes. That's your That's answer, one. Ruiz.
1: What we is it? Take Carlos? It. Yeah. Keep Rape Finder. We'll take Hormone Balancer. Mm, but also
0: give us Rape Finder.
1: Thank yeah. you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, wait, that sounded like so, but like, I don't have zits because I take birth control. I had cystic acne, and I... I never had acne. Like, I had zits like a kid, like normal, but I had cystic acne in my 20s, and it was so, you, it'd be on camera, you'd have makeup, but it was painful, mm. and then I'd have to get like a cortisone shot in my fucking face because of the thing, Whoa. and I was like, I can't live like this. Started mm-hmm. taking this birth control specifically for that, and now I'm. A, but the trade-off is you get melasma. I don't oh. Know if you're it. Yeah. Well, I already got that, so. So, that's cool. So, no zits, but you get a mustache. This one is an interesting. Oh, okay. Where do you guys see your career or joint career? Where do you guys see your career in ten to fifteen years? Sony, Sony, thirteen. Sony asks. Um, I would love a multicam
1: sitcom in syndication. <laughs> um, specifically in because syndic- that's where the money yep, is, folks. Yep. Uh, that residual income. Um, I would love. I my where I see my career in. 15 years is still performing when I want to, Mm. still acting when I want to, but most of my life being provided by residual income. Yeah. Like, I look at people who I respect, but I go, I don't necessarily want that life. Like, for instance, Kevin Hart is one of the hardest working people in Hollywood. And I think, like, man, to have that level of success, that would be amazing. But then I really think about what are my true desires right. that I want. And I value rest. I value family friend time. Um, So it would be amazing to have a whole empire with, you know, My own Nike shoe and my own this brand, my my highest grossing films, my highest grossing sold out tours around the world. Like in theory, all of that sounds amazing, but I don't know that I actually desire to do the work Mm. the all the work that it takes to have those
0: things. I think it's very honest. Yeah, and you probably do a lot of soul searching to because especially in Hollywood, it's like, of course, I want X, Y, and Z, and I'll take whatever. But when you sit down and you get quiet, it's like, is that actually what I want, and is that who I am? Mm
1: -hmm. Exactly. Like for instance, um, talk about the comparison game Mm -hmm. in Instagram. I love it. (laughs)
0: Love the comparison game. A
1: few of my girlfriends are directing now, Mm -hmm. like they're directing episodes of their own TV show that they're on, right, or just other TV shows. Like quite a few of them and so in my mind i'm like oh okay so like that's the goal that's like what i should, should be, be directing right. and then i stopped for a second i was like wait i don't really want to direct that's just because that seems like the next step yeah the next step so much work but i don't have a desire really at this point in my life right. maybe in a few years from now i might be like on a, a TV show for years and say, hey, I want to try directing. And you Maybe can then. because it's a
0: show that's – whenever I see someone's like, I directed an episode. I'm like, yeah, but your show's eight seasons old. So that yeah. show pretty much runs itself. Yeah. So I think it's so easy to look at that. I think it always depends case by case. And we always look at that and like, oh, should I be doing that? Is that what other people are doing? I think we all – What do I want? What do I actually want? Directing is so much work. And it's so much – so many details. And it's so much time on set. So that's seems- I
1: wouldn't even know. I wouldn't even know. But like, I'm still like, I just want to act. I'm trying to book a role. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's what I want to do. I want to book a TV show.
0: Then maybe later on, maybe I'll want to direct. But when you can kind of take your head, like, especially at this level where it's just like this hustle, you don't. We don't have the luxury of being like, yeah, I guess I'd like to take on this other project. You're like, I'm still trying to get all these hopes and dreams, yeah, yeah. up and running. So I totally feel that. My answer to that is, for me, it's always been getting—it's similar to what you're saying, but getting to do comedy on my own terms Mm -hmm. bigger and better. Mm. I love trying to set a bar, and I want to be in my own little league—like, not little league, my own league. I don't Mm -hmm. want it to be like, well, she's lumped in with—I'll get invited to events, and it's like, you know, her and three other comics. And I'm like, why? Just Mm because we have vaginas, like, it Mm -hmm. should be— I want to be my own thing, like Jim Carrey's his own thing. Mm. You know, Will Ferrell was his own, his own thing. Mm-hmm. Chris Farley was his own thing. You want to be inimitable and you want to be irreplaceable, and I want to be able to just be creative and and always be told yes, which you mm. always can't get. But right, right, right. That's what I want. No boundaries. Yeah. And the opportunity to just like watch a 90 Day Fiance for like three days and wear a Korean face mask and like have no one bother me, <laughs> but also like check my Instagram. That's my <laughs> Groundhog Day. Top celebrity crushes, that Mike Dalton art says.
1: Top celebrity
0: crushes. That's a tough one because it's like there's so many hot dudes. It's like the dumbest thing I've ever said. Yeah,
1: well, I feel like... We all you know, people go like, oh, this is my free pass person, whatever. Oh, I've got feelings on that. Well, I'm like, we don't do free passes because they're actual cheating? Because that's th- cheating. That's one is cheating, but it's an actual opportunity. Like I was just saying this. <laughs> we we could actually make this happen if we wanted to. So You know no.
0: enough famous people that it's like, sure, that yeah. could be a thing. Yeah. It would the idea of a hall pass, it would wreck your marriage. Yeah. Anyone's. Like some people are swingers, fine. You're both super gross. It would wreck your marriage. It's never like hot couples that are swingers. It's never like two beautiful people. It's always like, hey, we're kind of terrible and this is fine. People are going to get so mad at that, but like I'm not totally wrong. Angela's like, I'm not going to say anything. That's That's one of the things that I love
1: about Eliza and I respect so much is you will put your opinion out there
0: and you don't care. And I'm like, I'm
1: going to hold on to mine a little bit.
0: <laughs> I pick and choose with that one. I'm like, okay, so so you're a hot swinger and you get upset? Right. Okay, so you're hot. Uh, retract, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Or you're gross and, and I was right. Like, yeah. So either admit you're gross or think you're hot. <laughs> either way, you kind of, I'm winning. Um, Celebrity I'll, crush. Do you want me to kick it off or do you have one? Uh, Bruno Mars. Really? love uh, 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 of Bruno Mars. He is brilliant. Uh-huh. And you think he's super hot.
1: I mean, listen, he's very charming, he's funny, he's so talented when he dances, when he sings, when he plays yeah. music, and all of that goes into what makes him hot to me. Okay. Cuz your husband sings and dances and is also not Latino. like Bruno Mars. Don't tell him that. Oh, I tell him all the time because he thinks he he thinks he's just like Bruno Mars. And I'm like, mm. Not
0: quite, babe. Not quite, babe. Um, I don't, that's interesting because I've, as women, we can be very attracted to like a sense of humor, a personality can like really do it. But if we're just going on, this is awful. I don't know. We passed a billboard for Venom, like the new Tom Hardy movie. And I was like, yes. Tom Hardy all day. I saw him in a car once. Don't be jealous. Oh my God. Ooh, Tom
1: Hardy. Right?
0: Ah! He's special. He's, that's a good one. Super hot. Oh, that's a good one. I'll tell you another one. I I booked a movie role, and uh, in the movie, I, I might—I guess I could say this, because—should oh, I not say it yet? I have someone—I <laughs> have fake sex. Now, it will be fake for him, but very real for me, <laughs> with someone in the movie who's, like, a very famous, super hot dude. Was this your first love scene in a? This will be. acting. Yeah. Uh, what, I kissed tell someone. us about
1: it. What was it like? No, I haven't I've done never... it yet. I haven't— I yet! You haven't done I it. I have yet. to
0: lose so much weight. No, I haven't done it yet. But the point is, it's like the jokes about this person being hot, like, have to stop because it's like, well, now I have to put my face on his face, and we have to be very professional. And when the cameras, so are you off,
1: have to make out, but is it like a full-on sex scene? Like, it's a bathroom
0: you- sex scene, so Ooh. you wouldn't get naked because, like, you'd be a, an animal if you got naked in a bathroom. So
1: it's like the the
0: beginning to the like, it's you know where this is going. No, we have sex, but like we don't take our, Like, it's I don't know. Actually, I don't oh. know what we'll do, but it's oh. a full-on. Like, what kind of a... Like, to me, that's such a weird trajectory. It's like, yeah, she's a stand-up. She's got a couple of specials. And then her next big credit was uh, having, like, sync sex. Wow. The super high, I'll tell I you cannot off the wait to hear about this. I'll tell you off the mic just because, if for some reason, I get fired <laughs> today when I talk to them. Right, right, right. Exactly. But, all right. So the next question is, I hate screen names. It should just be your name, Getty Cosmetics. Get... G-E-T-I Cosmetics. Getty Cosmetics. Angela, I have an idea of what your answer might be for this. If you could trade places with any other woman, who would it be? Don't say, like, your grandmother. Like, don't give me an answer that's going to make me feel bad. No, no, no. no. (laughs) A real,
1: a real... If I could trade places
0: with any other woman, who would it be? Sheesh. Could I trade places with someone and then fix all the mistakes they made and make their career better? Ooh. Okay, so, I think
1: um, I would trade places. This is for a day, right? For one day? is that, uh, No, it doesn't.
0: Yeah, you know what? F. Let's do a day. Let's do a day. Because okay. you want to be yourself. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's do a day. Maybe a week. That way you can get into the rhythm.
1: I would um, trade places with somebody who is uberly successful and famous to see what I actually want and don't want.
0: Oh, that's some great perspective and a very like, holistic answer. Beyonce.
1: Right. Selena Gomez. I would oh. trade lives with them for a day. Didn't she? So I could be like, oh, I like this, but I definitely don't like this. Didn't she get
0: a kidney transplant? hmm So you'd have to watch what you ate. Yeah. yeah. Is that so is that what we want? Is... <laughs> is that how we want to manage our time? Okay, Beyonce. I feel like every, I was gonna say, everybody would say Beyonce because, you know, every, everybody would say Beyonce. I'm thinking, you know, what might you know, I was gonna say Meghan Markle, but that, I bet that's boring. Ooh, that's, that's a, a good one. A though. lot of handshaking. What if and smiling? A lot of smiling. Do you think she has TMJ now because all the smiling? It's a delicate smile though, like it's not like a plastered smile. Mm-hmm. She also seems like a smiley person. Like she has a pretty smile, so she probably does it a lot. Um, part of me wants to pick like a high fashion model who's super thin so I would know I could, like, be really thin and, like, wear, like, thin people clothes, like, no bra, and and then I would eat as much as I could, and then oh, the week later, I would just leave their body chubbier than I found it. <laughs> I'd be like, have fun at Gucci. Hilarious. Just be, like, super thin and just, like, eat a ton. Obviously, the objective is not to, like, ruin that person's life. Maybe, like, a Kelly Rippa. Because she works hard and I yeah, like working hard and her husband's like hot and she's jacked and she's yeah, productive.
1: Yeah, 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 That's a good one too.
0: But I also, do I, when I trade places with them, like I was thinking about this the other day. Like my best friend is married to a Latino woman. She is Dominican. And I was just thinking about like, because I'm not Latino and like it's such a ubiquitous group of people. Like they're everywhere. Everywhere you go there's some mm-hmm. type of Latino person, yeah. right? I, and, they, and they can speak, not always, but like if you are... From Puerto Rico, you can speak to someone from another South American country, which I know Puerto Rico is an island. I'm not saying it's in South America. I'm saying you can speak to this whole group of people, and you have that connective tissue yeah. of a similar culture but a language. And I yep. don't know that feeling. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe someone Latino, just to feel that connection mm. to people that I don't know, like a deep root. Does that make sense? I know yeah. that you're like, you're like, I wish it's fine. I spoke Spanish. You speak enough.
1: I can order really well. <laughs> I I'm very. Um, advanced in order.
0: You have a lot of Latino fans, and even yes. though you don't speak Spanish, you still have, there's like an understanding of a culture.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: And like, I'm Jewish, so it's not the exact same as it is for what I look like I represent, which uh-huh. is just like every white girl. But I wonder that. I always wonder that's what good. that's like to like. So maybe someone, maybe you.
1: <laughs> I don't speak Spanish. You know, you want somebody more Latino to really get the feeling of it. How about
0: Jennifer Lopez? It's so much working out. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of working out. And her shows. Uh, but you'd
1: be such a good dancer. Do I want that?
0: Is that You necessary? are a good dancer.
1: When you joke around with your twerking, <laughs> you're pretty
0: good. <laughs> it's so inappropriate now at 35. But it's very good. Thank you. I don't know. I think I'd want it. Maybe I would want to try being something that I totally am not. I don't want to say Beyonce because everyone is. But I don't, I don't know. That's a good one. Something I'm not. I guess. And if it has to be a woman... Oprah because mm. she's super comfortable with who she is mm-hmm. just to have money like that and everything's like a Nancy yeah, Myers movie like? yeah maybe that and just to have like the understanding and comprehension of everything that she does like to have yeah. all the secrets of the world all the wisdom yeah I would fuck shit up on Twitter I would name names I'd be like "Who? here's who here's who's who When you ask someone what language they took in school, usually it's like with an eye roll. They're like, "Mm, French. Mayor. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ask Eliza Anything listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit Rosettastone.com slash Eliza. That's fifty percent off unlimited access to twenty-five language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your fifty percent off at rosettestone.com slash eliza today. I do think there's something to be said for ordering something of quality and every once in a while getting a nice package in the mail with a product that you're going to own for a long time. synthetic pesticides, formaldehyde. I bet you didn't know that was in your sheets. And their signature sheets come in 14 versatile colors, and they come in sizes from twin all the way up to California king. And Bowl and Branch has a 30-night worry-free guarantee, which means you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them for any reason, you can send them right back with free returns on all US orders. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Go to bowlandbranch.com Eliza for 15% off your first sheet set. Plus free shipping. That's Boland Branch, B O L L A N D Branch.com slash Eliza for 15% off. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, so we did celebrity crushes. Here's something somebody says, "Um, This is just my own thing. This person, Clars Five, you guys are two of my favorites because you're strong and witty and not crass. Frankly, I don't find my I don't think I'm crass. Angela Johnson makes me sound like I am doing stand up in a whorehouse in 1950. Like you no. your act is so clean. Like I have a I'll say the F word, but you don't curse at all. Right. And you love going to In church. my stand up. Yes. I don't hear I never fair enough. I'm not with you all the time. <laughs> they say I follow you both and I've w- often wish I've often wished you knew each other. We do. How did y'all meet? I already told you that. Uh, A collaboration would be epicness. This has nothing to do with you, but I think there's this thing when people love two celebrities. They're like, could you collab? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. just because I've gotten that with, like, other women that are funny or YouTubers, Mm -hmm. I'm like, she can have her own thing and I can like Mm -hmm. it, but that doesn't mean they go together. Right, right, right. And if you say that, it's like, well, you must not like her. It's like, or, like, they don't fit. Right, right, right. And they might fit, but... It's like it's always like oh they like go to collab. Mm -hmm. It's like Mm -hmm. not everything's a collaboration. Stand up's not a collaboration.
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, I did a couple co-headlining shows, and Joe Coy and I did our BFF tour for a second. I remember that, and it was a lot of fun. But I mean, it's like one-off things. You you can't really build as a duo. No you know unless you're yeah but it would be fun to do like i know you were for a while doing your girl shows your um don't even bring it up okay don't
0: even bring it up it is a (laughs) legal sore spot for me
1: i remember thinking i love that and i want to do something like that like maybe we could do something together where it's not necessarily a stand-up show but like
0: it's something we put our both of our names on.
1: Even what we're doing right now.
0: This is a collaboration.
1: This is a collaboration.
0: Like I will tell you a story about that show when we get off the air. Yeah. You ever been sued for over a year? We <sighs> talked a little bit about it. Woof. Yes, yeah, st- still happening. Uh, how do you navigate... Hi, I'm Ingrid. Hi, underscore. I'm underscore Ingrid. And I never <laughs> want to be found on social media because I have so many underscores. <laughs> how do you navigate the WTF am I doing with my life crisis that comes every now and then? Um, how do you navigate it? Um, I think it's a good one for you because you do a lot of like self love work and you do a lot. You read the books and like you're very spiritual and practical in that approach. Like you've yes. done, you read the literature.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, what am I doing with my life? I would say you start with asking yourself, what do you want? You define success before
0: you pursue it. Ooh, that's good.
1: And Ooh, start there.
0: That was really good.
1: Thank you.
0: You, re- that, you had that ready to go.
1: Yeah, it just came out.
0: I love that because that's a smart, like, you've clearly, it's, that's been reinforced by, like, your beliefs and things you've read. I feel like the average girl answer is, like, don't give a fuck and just do yeah. it. And it's, like, that is easier said than done. Right, right, right. And fun secret, everybody gives a fuck. Yeah. Like, it's such a lie. Everybody. Sometimes you don't and a lot of times you do, but.
1: You know what? And I think about, like, um, getting hater comments mm-hmm. on whatever social media or, God forbid, you read a YouTube comment section. Love. Um there's certain people that maybe have thicker skin than others, um, but I can't imagine that anybody ever gets immune to mean words, no matter how big and how often you hear them. Like, for example, Kim Kardashian. Right. People love to hate her, mm-hmm. and they will say the nastiest things to her. So I'm sure she's heard them enough to where they're not as, the words aren't as weighty. Mm. But maybe when she's having a vulnerable day and maybe when she was, like, insecure about her... Maybe she made a mistake in parenting or maybe she made a mistake in her business or whatever it is. Maybe she's just having her own type of day and randomly gets a tweet from someone mm. that addresses exactly what that insecurity was yeah. that
0: day. I'm sure that stings and that hurts. Gets, like, sometimes things get under your armor. Like, the one yes. place you didn't have it and you're like, oh, I didn't uh, need you that. you found it. You found my weak spot. Uh-huh. I was one of those people not that she's the only example like you know you make fun of them you think they're awful and then i read this article and it was called i can't remember what was published it was called kim kardashian deserves your respect and i was like let's hear this Mm -hmm. and i read the article and i was like you know what i changed my mind i like her Mm -hmm. i don't follow her on social media i don't buy the products but it was one of those people where we get so caught up in the like and i even use the word like i called i said like kardashian whore and i said something about like uh it was about, like, an a, a irrelevant joke about being a pharmacist. Uh, but I had no problem, call, like, saying that word. Would I do it again? No. And then I, like, looked at her, and I was like, here's a woman who never parties. Like, you've never seen her drunk. She doesn't do drugs. Not that there's anything wrong with those things. She's a mother. She's got kids. Like, she takes it seriously, and she is a businesswoman. And people fall her because she had a sex tape. It's like, who hasn't made one? Number one. But, like, what has she done? That's actually bad. Yes, they are superficial, and yes, it doesn't seem that responsible, but she isn't—like, gr- she's not a whore. Like, mm-hmm. she's not these words we like to fling at famous people. Right, right, right. She seems super supportive of her husband. She mm-hmm. loves her family. hmm And in a weird way, like, that family made not being stick-thin okay. And you like, know I bought good American jeans
1: to tag on to that, like, keeping up with the Kardashians, I don't regularly watch their show. I've seen some episodes. You don't keep up. Um, I don't keep up with them. Right. But one thing I noticed, I remember people would say, like, the nastiest things just about, like, oh, they're so superficial. And even just, like, the conservative people being upset at how they dress mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Whatever things you can complain about for them. When I watch the show, again, I'm getting it all, like— Uh, in my feelings again, I was like, wow, they're actually a really good example of family because they're showing you how to forgive each other because they just yelled at each other. This whole episode said really nasty things to each other. But by the end of the day, they're like, you're my sister and I love you. So if anything, they just taught you how to make peace with your family and stay family.
0: I also think it's interesting because for the most part, it it is an all female family. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like a Very powerful all-female family. Like him or not, whatever. Um, But I thought the article was interesting because it put it in a perspective. Also, they showed us how to wear, like, muted neutrals. Come on. And make it look good. Come on. Let's do (laughs) my favorite segment of the show. Scott, hit it. It's time for Top of the Cob. It's the top of the cob. We're doing it right every day. You just take a bite. Top of the cob. I I sing all my own intro music. I love it so much. Top of the Cob is where we talk about, and for those of you that don't know what Top of the Cob means, you're going to have to go back and find the episode that explains it. (laughs) I'll tell you. Okay. Long story short is that uh, Smokey Husky and I were driving. One time we stopped at this, like, 19— You might have been there. It's like if you're driving north in California, there's like a 1950s-themed road stop. It's like a gas station that sells Uh nuts and honey and candy and a bunch of stuff. Yeah, it was a little weird. But it was cool, and they had— Jars of candy and, and like, just stuff. Uh-huh. And they had jars of fruit cobbler. And I remember thinking, well, the best part of the cobbler is the bread part. Like, the baked flour doughy part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the fruit. Right. The best part, not unlike Seinfeld's top of the muffin thing, it's the top of the cob is mm-hmm. the best part. I don't want the fruit. It's just hot fruit. Yep. They give like you an apple crumble and there's not enough uh, crumble. Agreed. Hot fruit. So it's top of the cob because it's the best thing. And then we do a bottom of the cob, which is the worst thing. Okay. So my top <laughs> of the cob this week— only because we were in Boston and it was late. We had to order food to the venue and they were like, oh, there's not much around here. There's a P.F. Chang's. And my eyes lit up because my top of the cob, and it's a secret indulgence, is P.F. Chang's well done Mongolian beef. Hmm. It's tasty. It, the meat's like a little tough, but I happen to like it. Mm-hmm. It's in like a sugary garbage mm-hmm. sauce and it's the kind of thing that like, like a horse like I'll just eat until yeah. I explode because I can't <laughs> stop eating it yeah that's my top of the cob alright Angela and your top of the
1: cob is my top of the cob is my best dog friend his name is Smokey <laughs> Uh, it's my friend Penelope's dog that I schedule my own playdates
0: with. You, re- If you look at her Instagram, it looks like the dog lives with her. Yeah. Like, yeah. Comes I over. have him
1: for, like, weeks at a time. Hmm. Um, he's, he's blind. Blind. He's 12 years old. He has a heart murmur. He's just all kinds of a mess. But the loviest love bug ever. And he just fills up my bucket. I love it. So I will call her sometimes and be like, hey, can I come pick up Smokey? and she's like yeah sure how long do you want to keep him for i'm like mm, forever and she's like mm till tuesday okay fine i'll take that i'll take that okay yeah so he's my top of the cup it's like a timeshare dog yeah yeah
0: yeah it's dog has- ownership with none of the hassle mhm so okay. if she leaves
1: town i keep him and then when i leave town i give him back do you think he's ever confused like, who's, how- um no he knows when we're driving up the hill to my house he like perks up he he feels it he smells he it like all his other senses are so heightened I love that
0: he's a very cute dog too if I'm glad it's too because if you had like an ugly like rat I can't be like, I can't oh, with I mean? ugly dogs <laughs> but for real. My dog is exquisite, and when I show people pictures— She's royal. She's regal. She is She's regal, and people will be like, oh, here's my Here's Butternut, and I'm like, it's oh. It's the ugliest thing it's ever. It's just like a, a jacked-up yellow lab, okay, <laughs> which is just an average <laughs> Female <laughs> comic, shames yellow labs. Okay. Bottom of the cob. People who come from a place of no— sp- and I say that because we just had a meeting, uh, and at the gate, you know, you have to do a drive-on pass yep. at the gate. My manager has a very normal name, and we hand them our ID. She's like, "I'm not seeing you guys on here," and it's like, "Can you just search for the last name Smith? Like, her last name is really a little bit harder." And it was just like, "No, no." And then eventually, she was like, "Oh, here it is." And I'm like, "How about before you say I'm not seeing it? Mm-hmm. Like, we just do our job, mm-hmm. airline workers. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not seeing your reservation." I'm like, "Really? Because it's on my phone, and I uh-huh. hate you." Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't, especially when traveling, any sort of transit. When you say no. It, it makes me like, oh, my God, my world's on fire. Mm-hmm. And then, it's, oh, here it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, because I misspelled. I'd made a mistake. I had a TSA worker one time look at me, and I was like, they were looking at my bag, and my flight was coming up, and I was like, okay, are we cool? They were like, yeah, we've got to get someone else to look at this. I mean, you might not be able to fly today. And I was like, that can't be your answer. Right. That cannot be the answer that I can't fly today because there was a bag of lotion in there or right. something. <laughs> That's emotional terrorism. Now you go. Okay. Bottom of the
1: cob. <laughs> uh, my bottom of the cob for this past week. Um, I would have to say an over. And how do you even fix this? I don't know. Okay. What's coming to my mind is when I get too many emails and text messages and I start feeling overwhelmed. And I'm like, okay, everybody stop reaching out to me. Right. But how do you even fix that? Because the second everybody
0: stops reaching out to me, i be like, how come nobody's
1: calling me? Guys. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. I feel that way when it's, like, superfluous text, like, LOL, JK. Like, when it's versus, like, actual information. Sure, sure, sure. Confirmation emails bother me. Letting yeah. you know. I'm like, tell—it sounds bratty. Like, tell my assistant. I, I uh-huh. know it's confirmed. It's in the calendar. Uh-huh. Constant. Con- just letting you know it's confirmed. Just letting you know. I'm like, we know. And when I get there, the gate guy won't let me in anyway. Yeah. But that constant inundation, we're not meant for it as humans.
1: Yeah. So, but I don't even know if that, like, how do you. It's overwhelming. You can say. Whatever. I could be Just, the bottom of the cob.
0: Bottom of my cob is um, <laughs> over- <of> my cob. <laughs> overwhelming emails and text messages. Yeah. I think that's very fair. All right. So her Instagram and Twitter are the same thing, Angela, A-N-J-E-L-A-H Johnson, Angela Johnson, but you should already know that it's spelled special because she's famous. <laughs> at Angela Johnson, <laughs> Angela.com for her tour dates. She is constantly on tour, touring right, looking right. She brings her buddy Mal Hall, that's her feature, mm-hmm. and you can watch her special Mahalo and Goodnight on Hulu. Yep. All things Angela are available, they're at your fingertips, just don't send her too many emails because she'll get frustrated. That's right. And yeah. as long as your fingertips don't have water or hot soup coming out of them don't fuck up her device that's ask eliza anything